I'm Tom Hornby, founder and managing director of Hornby Pork Pies. With crumbly thick golden pastry and delicious mouth-watering pork belly, my pies won't be beat. Even talking about them now makes me want to slice. And do you know the best part about my delicious pork pies? They're entirely glass-free. Since 2015, my pies have been free from shards of broken glass. So when you bite down into a delicious Hornby pork pie, you can rest safe in the knowledge you won't be cutting the roof of your mouth. Tom Hornby pork pies. You won't find a single shard of glass. I guarantee it. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves and welcome to Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into a wonderful world of nonsense to see what treasures it can throw up for us. Joining me today with his Fruit of the Loom t-shirt and portable smoke machine, it's Postman Pat's Bit of Rough, it's Adam Furman. Thank you very much, sir. It's a pleasure to be here again. What are you looking at there? I'm just looking at the menu to see what whiskey I've got. Oh, it's Kill Karen. It's not. It's Kill Karen. Kill Karen. Kill Karen, that's a great name. Yeah. Hello, fellow. All right. Yeah, not too bad. Pal, and you? Yeah, I'm all right, chap. You're right, yeah, fellow. I'm doing very well. How's the wife? Yeah, she's good, chap. All right, yeah, chap. Yeah, no, I'm not right, chap. How are you doing, pal? Yeah, good New Year's, chap. Fella. Yeah, not too bad, boy chum. All right. <laughs> <laughs> boy chum. Yeah, have you not all heard right, that? boy chum. Yeah. Hello, boy chum. Hello, my good man. Hello, my good man. You got time for a chat, my good man? Hello, fellow. All right. Yeah, not too bad, friend. Uh, we are back. We've been away for a while again, mainly due to laziness. Always due to laziness. Uh, we're only a couple of weeks into the new year, mm. and we've already slept with each other. Yes. And another man. Yeah. It was a threesome. Yeah. Shall we explain? You can explain. We went to a, uh, a house party in a, in a large mansion, um, and uh, well, we were under the assumption that we might have our own bed. Uh, what, what actually happened was we, we, we had to share a bed, uh, all three, three 30-year-old men in a yeah. bed together. Mm. We didn't top to tail. No. Well... Yeah, that sounds like a disclaimer. But I'm I'm quite proud of that. I don't see the point in top to tailing. No, it's true. I'd rather sleep next to someone's face than yeah. their feet. Yeah, absolutely. it's weirder to sleep next to someone's feet. That's absolutely true. Yeah, it's almost like when people are forced. It's kind of a statement. I'm not sexually interested because it's their feet. No, we used pillows to segment between us, didn't we? We did. Yeah, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, the first night anyway. The second night not so good with a hangover, three hours sleep, then back into the pool. The second night was tough. Yeah, mm. there was a pool there that was a bit like uh, the British Empire Leisure Centre. That's right. Yeah, it, and you can define that by having outside lights inside. Yeah, it's sort of yeah. It, very 90s terracotta. Yeah, encased in a large conservatory, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a very odd experience. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, let's cut to your love life. You're seeing a, uh, a young lady at the moment uh, am, who yeah. goes by the name of Hong. Yeah, wonderful, uh, wonderful woman. Big up, yeah. Hong. You went to, I need to bring this up, yeah. you, you went away with Hong. I did, yeah. Where did you go? Uh, we went to the Peak District. And you went to a particular cafe, uh, which you told me about, and it's really piqued my interest due oh, to a certain... Uh, thing they do, tell me. It was right next to a train station. Okay. Um, and if you can go back, well, I mean, you probably still get the greasy spoons in London. It was very much of that kind of era from the 80s. The cafe mm. was um, all about yeah, cooking um, yeah, th just thick rinds of bacon and yeah. sausage and beans. Commercial and, bacon exactly, cooking. Exactly, exactly. But they had a system. Um, go on. There's one guy that was cooking it all with a checkered um, towel over his arm, yeah. blue apron on, yeah. um, bald, un un unshaven, with a cigarette in his mouth. And every time there was a order of food served, he would come over to the tannoy and he would just announce the number, lean yeah. into it and just go, 68. And then walk off again. 68. With, yeah, and that's it. And yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, just the fact that this little cafe, it was quite small. It was a very small cafe. But he's yeah. rigged up a tannoy, like you'd see in a supermarket, that's to right, announce yeah. the orders. Absolutely correct, yeah. Um, seven. Yeah, he'd come over and just literally announce the number and walk off. And 33 bacon roll. 
Perfect. That is literally it. 79, fried egg and tea. <laughs> like that. Really, too close, probably. It's bang on. Really low quality. Absolutely bang I assume on. it would only come out of one speaker yeah. as well. Dead eyes looking yeah. straight through. Yeah. Eggy bread and coffee, 65. I, um, I was I was absolutely enthralled by this man. But there's something great about having that kind of public address system, but yeah. being kind of upset or bored when using it. It's like when you see people on in fancy dress. Yeah. So someone dressed as an umpa lumpa, yeah. but sitting on the sidewalk, drunk and crying. Yeah. There's something amazing about absolutely, that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or as um, you know, our mutual friend Henry would say, who used to work at the National Theatre. Yeah. Uh, halfway through a show, when he'd see someone in dress, just outside having a fag. Yeah. It's and, great. And it's, yeah. yeah. It's literally in like period costume. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I always bring up something about the gym. Um, and recently I've noticed that when you're in the gym as a man and you're getting changed around other men, mm. there are certain men who like to whistle. And it's as if to kind of say, I'm completely fine getting semi-nude or nude in front of strangers. That... Yeah. Now, I've got a bit bored. And what I've started to do is just before they do it and they're taking off their pants, I'll meet their eyes and start to whistle a spoonful of sugar as they get undressed. Honestly, it terrifies them, and it'll just stop them. I've I had mean, people I'm, leave. I'm struggling just last night with you when you do yeah. that myself. <laughs> In the most delightful way. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So it, 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 it does it work, work as well. a deterrent? Well, they leave often, or they they stop the whistling. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to say, so you're not that comfortable. Um, let's let's move on. Yeah. Let's play to get us back in the switch. Your face is concerned. Let's play a word association game. Mm. I'm going to say a series of words. And for each one, I need you to come back straight away and tell me what comes to mind, all right? Okay. And you can't pause, you can't think about it. It's almost subconscious, mm -hmm. yeah? So, for example, I might say tennis, and you would say... Racket. Fantastic. But it doesn't have to be right. There's no right or wrong answer. All right, okay. Okay, it's all just, right, let's give it just get you into the swing. Here we go. Yeah. It's going to be quick fire. All right, that's hard. Yeah. Right. Three, two, one. Mm. Pillow. Fight. Treasure. Hunt. Boy. Man. Girl. Swiss. Maplins. Chicken. Yogurt. Uh, poultry. Easy jet. Uh, flying. Yeast. B rising. Brian. May. Eagle. I. Cherry. Ha ham. Meat. Stretch. Strong. <laughs> Gifford. Meat. Ian. <laughs> he does that's meat twice. Ian. 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 Fish. Varnish. Varnish and rub. Froob. Uh, tubes. Good. He did quite well there. Uh, Was that intense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the panic. Mm. I can see you thinking though. It's hard not to think. I don't know why I kept saying meat and fish. But that that would reveal if this was a sort of proper investigation. It that would reveal was, a lot was, about. That you. was good fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Now yeah. this is um, living in London. Mm. The tube plays a big part in all our lives. Yeah. So last week I spent a number of days out and about recording a range of sounds from the underground. Busy, busy man. And now I'm going to test your knowledge with a brand new quiz. Yes, okay? please, yes. So I'm going to play a selection uh, of these, these clips, and I need you to tell me uh, what each one is. So join us, if you will, as we play The Sound of the Underground. It's the sound of the underground The northern line goes round and around Tell me what's that sound If you guess the sound, you will win a prize Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Get, get your mind in gear. Uh, yeah, I'm fired up. Yeah, great. So th this is all recorded by me. This is clip number one. Listen closely.
What was that? That sounded like a very frustrated early morning tube driver staring sugar cubes into his coffee. Oh, close. Mm. But you're wrong, I'm afraid. Oh. That was the station manager at East Putney grating cheddar onto his favourite metal dinner plate. <laughs> I was so close. You were close. Yeah. Okay. Have a sip. Get ready for clip number two. Here we go. What was that? Is that a driver pulling the emergency lever? Wrong. Oh. That was a contract cleaner getting up from his chair after a short sit down. I can hear it as well. <laughs> Play it again. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's that's, going back. That's, that's good. Yeah, okay. Clip number four, here we go. <laughs> that sounded like someone eating a banana and crisp sandwich, either in the carriage or driving. Oh, am I close? You're close. Yeah. You're, you're close. It's, I it's, always want to give you that. Yeah. That was a Jubilee line driver chewing a toffee whilst eagerly awaiting a green signal. Oh, I, I see, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. it painted that picture. I was just you were really close there. I'm impressed odd. with that. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is uh, clip number five. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? That was fucking haunting. That's what that was. <laughs> Um, oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm infatuated with the ghosts of the underground, and I'm, it sounds ghoulish. It's not some kind of ghoulish dog wandering the underground, is it? Close. It that was an elderly landlord uh, after being told his his oyster card needed to be topped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, that was the sound of the underground. Sound of the underground The northern line goes round and around Tell me what's that sound If you guess the sound you will win a prize Brilliant game Okay, last episode we checked in uh, with our new outrage and offence expert Snubs Coleman uh, mm. to find out what was offending people and how we could avoid causing upset on the show. Uh, now look, we're only halfway through January and already millions of people are getting very offended at various things. Yeah. So I'm pleased to say uh, that Snubs is back with us on the line to give us this week's top five uh, most offensive things. Hello, Snubs! Hello, boys. Snubs, great to have you on again, and a big Happy New Year to you. Did you have a nice break? Yes, happy to be back. We had a death in the family. Oh, sorry sorry to hear that, Snubs. No, no, no need to apologise. She was widely disliked by all. Right, so, uh, Snubs, tell us what's causing the most offence this week. Well, we're only a couple of weeks into the new year, and already offence is being taken far and wide. But here's this week's top five most offensive things. In at number five, it's bits and bobs. Now, this is not literally bits and bobs, but the phrase bits and bobs. What's wrong with that? Right now, people aren't entirely sure, but make no mistake about it. Bits and bobs is highly offensive. Now, in at number four, it's NCP car parks. What's offensive about those, snubs? Valid question. Many people in the Greek community understand NCP to stand for No Cypriot Parking. And although that's 100% incorrect, they're still entitled to be deeply offended. Okay, number three? Straight in at number snubs, number three, sorry, this week, it's the cackle of an elderly woman. Okay, is that in a particular scenario, snubs, or...? No, this could be anywhere, anytime. This could be a cackle at a tea morning, on a mobility bus, or even a private cackle at home. Private cackle, okay, noted. In at number two this week, it's the Victorian mangle. People still use those. Lots of people do, and lots of people don't like its tone. 
This could be the end of the line for the mangle. Right, okay. And finally, topping the list this week and causing the most offence worldwide, it's Longshore Drift. Geological process. Correct. This all originated after a Cornish pebble-focused gift shop tweeted they wanted more of a say over what sediment's being moved and when. Okay, well, they got a lot of support for that, Snubs. Yep, that's right. Daniel Craig retweeted it, and so did Gingerhead Garden Specialist Charlie Dimmock. From Ground Force. That's the one. Well, marvellous. Thank you once again, Snubs, for keeping us up to date on what's causing offence, and, uh, well, let's catch up soon. Okay, thanks, boys. Take care. Cheers, Snubs. Thanks, Snubs. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, Snubs Coleman keeping us up to date on the uh, top five most offensive things. Snub, um, yeah. Let's move on. This is the 32nd challenge. Uh, this this requires your attention, I'm Adam Furman. I'm going to need this drink of water. And, uh, yeah, gargle that. Mm. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Adam Furman, you have 30 seconds to talk about swimming. Three, two, one, swimming. Oh, deep, underwater, uh, chlorine, uh, eyes, goggles, uh, flippers, if you're cheating, um, uh, fast-paced, uh, 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 s- nose blocked, up by water, if too underground, and um, uh, waves not in the swimming pool, but in the wave pool, and uh, the, the red red light that goes off, uh, horn, siren, um, water slide, if you go into the right one, and then uh, pour, uh, chlorine again in the eyes, really stinging this time, and, and, and more... Uh, swimming. I can't. <laughs> that was good. really hard. That was good. That was a you hard did, one. You did well there. Yeah, well okay. done. Well done. All right. Okay. okay. That was that was a tough one. Yeah. Not as tough as cheese, but. Do you like swimming? I do like swimming. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm a keen paddler. Oh, I should have said floats. That's all coming yeah, back to me. Now. I'm that's getting. Right. I'm getting overwashed with. In it. retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do. Should we do some listeners' confessions? See if we forgive people. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, put on your priest hat and your priest shoes and your priest gloves. Wet your priest's mouth and listen closely. This is from Ben Reed in Exeter. Ben says, Dear Dan and Adam, I'm a caretaker for a medium-sized secondary school. As well as day-to-day maintenance and cleaning, I'm proud to say that I'm solely responsible for the restocking of the vending machine. This duty takes place out of hours and often in the dead of night, allowing me to play a number of funny tricks on the children. One of my favourites is to take the sugar-free polos and swap them for the sugared version. A time-consuming task indeed, but certainly worth the rewards. Over the years, I've witnessed smart children who opt for sugar-free versions become enlarged and suffer at the hand of NHS dentists, while sweet-tooth children become slimmer and enjoy long summers frolicking with a healthy mouthful of kiddie teeth. My actions have caused widespread confusion amongst educators, parents and healthcare trusts. And now I feel I must repent. Am I forgiven for my polo swapping? You're forgiven, my child. <laughs> Give us some background on this. I think it's a fun game. It's quite innocent. But he's doing it for years. Yeah. Don't no, care. No that's one, fine. No one knows. No one will ever know, no, apart from him. Exactly. Okay. It's benefiting both of them, I think. Yeah, that's true. Both sides. Um, ben Reed, mm. uh, you are forgiven. Yes. Okay. That's an easy one, though. Oh, Straight let's, in. Let's do a harder one. Yeah. This is from Aaron in Kent. Aaron says, Dear Dan and Adam, I've been married now for 15 years to my darling wife, Rachel. We have three amazing children, and up until recently, things could not have been better. But as a fishmonger, I'm often up extremely early and back to bed very late. However, over the past six months, my time at home has reduced even more, and I fear Rachel may be falling out of love with me. 
This is almost entirely my own fault, as unbeknown to Rachel, I've started my own YouTube channel, called Prawn Wars. Prawn Wars involves carefully choreographed fights between different types of prawns. For example, a king prawn versus a cocktail prawn, or a Chinese white prawn versus an easy peel prawn. Of course, the prawns have previously perished, so a big part of the fun is bringing them back to life. And by mounting each prawn onto a small remote controlled car, I can give them back I can give them back the gift of movement. In addition, each prawn has its own unique costume, crafted using old crisp packets and Pritt stick. I've dedicated hundreds of hours to prawn wars, which has led me to missing school plays and trips to middle-of-the-range theme parks such as Drayton Manor. Am I forgiven? Let's think about this. Yeah, you don't want me to just forgive them, do you? I feel like you've got some, uh, maybe some hidden anger towards this person. I, I think he's very creative. I'm, I'm speaking quite quietly because the music. The music, yeah, it makes you feel like you're in a church. And bring it back up again, yeah. But we're not, we're in spirit land. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm very much distracted by a, a, a lady in the corner there just noshing on a sandwich. Yeah. Is it a prawn sandwich? It's going in one, yeah, look at that. It's, just, it's going straight in one. Oh there you go. God. Yeah, I'm sorry. But She's okay. resting a... Okay. okay. Back to prawn wars. <laughs> It's really hard not to look at that. Um, I feel like the creativity and the energy this man's put into uh, setting up this YouTube channel, despite missing What's it called? Prawn Wars, yeah, despite missing a lot of uh, the <laughs> despite missing a lot of the child's um, nativities. Wasn't yeah, yeah, it? school plays. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I still think yeah, forgiven. Forgiven. I, how, how much does he say? How many views he's getting on YouTube? No, his channel has fifteen subscribers, mm. which is a bit. I don't know if he's making much from that. No, no. I agree. Creative. Definitely very, very creative. Crea no, I'm going to forgive him. <clears throat> okay. Well, good. So, yeah, we we, um, we forgive that chap. Um, and you're having a YouTube channel dedicated to perished prawns fighting. Yeah. yeah. Um, sounds good. So, yeah. we are coming to the end of this week's episode. Uh, do subscribe and follow us on iTunes, Acast and Spotify. If you enjoyed the show, send it to someone you like as a cheap gift. If you didn't, send it to someone you hate to waste their time. Thanks for listening, and as always, middle of the range thanks to Adam Furman. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye as Postman Pat's bit of rough. Goodbye. Fantastic. Goodbye. <laughs>